Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Welcome back to the Ransomed Heart Podcast. I'm John Eldridge, Craig McConnell with me again, and we've been talking through relating relationships, loving, loving well, working under the assumption that the greatest impact that you're going to have in this world is actually going to be in the quality of relationship that you offer, your style of relating, and just how unbelievably countercultural that premise is, you know, in a world that just worships giftedness and, you know, will take very, very talented people and just idolize them when, in fact, it's a house of cards. Yeah, they may manifest a powerful gifting of God and presence of God, but in fact, uh, at home with their kids or their lack of friends or whatever the symptoms may be, that their loving is, is uh, shall we say, a little lacking. And, uh, and it's, so it's, this is very countercultural. And Craig, you and I just heard a story uh, this week of a of a very well-known Christian leader who you and I just – we both always had kind of a mm, – just kind of a check in us of, um, yeah, seems really amazing. Yep, seems seems really charismatic. I don't mean in the theological sense. I mean in the personality. Just winsome and draws people around them and, and therefore able to build a very big following. And there was just always something. And, and then we get the inside story and – we actually ended up talking to some people that are in their life and very close to them and here they don't relate very well. Yeah. You know, in fact, doing great damage relationally. Um, so, gang, what we're trying to offer in this series is let's move toward what does it look like to love well? What does it look like to live well in the kind of relationship we offer? And in order to do that this week, we're going to introduce style of relating. Um, there was a psychiatrist, a woman psychiatrist named Horney, who uh, a number of years ago came up with kind of these three simple steps of um, three simple sort of descriptions or styles. Now, I realize there's all kinds of stuff out there. There's personality tests and the DISC and the Myers-Briggs and all that stuff. But let me just give you this one because we found it helpful and we <laughs> actually found it pretty exposing in our own personal styles. So here were her three kind of models that there's people who move against people, people who move away from people, people who move toward people. And all of them can either be like redeemed or sinful. You just, you know, there's a time to move away, obviously, from people, abusive people, toxic people. There's a time to move against people, as you see Jesus do, against the Pharisees. And there's a time to move toward people. But what she's describing, what the model is, is there's a certain profile. Um, let me take moving away first. There's a certain kind of profile of person who just they're just kind of detached in relationship, just kind of kind of checked out, kind of, you know, they may be friendly, they may be silent, but what you experience from them is they're not very available, they're not very present, they move away from relationship. And then there's a style of person uh, who moves kind of strongly 
against people. They, they, they kind of feel controlling, manipulative. Oh, they're in relationship, <laughs> but it's not, it's not a healthy kind of relating. They may be a very strong person, but their style you know, is to engage relationships kind of so forcefully that they control a family system they, or they control a meeting, they control a church. And, and then I know the moving toward – uh, the third option sounds oh that's that's the winner, but that's but, the Christian. Yeah, but in the dysfunctional side of it, and you know this is this is the kind of person that that just desperately needs validation and affirmation, and you know they're kind of the puppy in the room that just desperately needs everyone to pat it on its head, and and um, you know people who you know glom on to you, um, desperate. I mean they are moving toward relationship, but it feels very clingy. It feels very needy. You know, it's a desperate search for approval and affirmation. So, you know, two types are engaging, the moving against and the moving toward. Um, They look like they're in relationships. Third type, you know, moving away from relationship, disengaging. But in all three, um, there's some problems. Yeah, yeah. And I I think uh, while each relational style – in balance, it would be healthy. I mean, I think we do all three yeah. kind of um, in the natural course of relating. It, there's times to move away. There's a time to move towards and there's a time to move against. We each have kind of our propensity, our default that we fall back on. Yeah. In John, you know what's amazing about this was a couple of years ago, you sat at, at a boot camp and it just so totally caught me off guard. You were talking about personality. And how uh, – I forget your exact words. You could probably say it now. But but uh, we kind of give our personality just a pass and just assume that that's God-given and that much of how I relate and my style of relating and the impact I have on people is my personality formed, you know, woven together in my mm-hmm. mother's womb. Right. And when you talked about – it actually being a construct for self-protection and yada, yada, yada. I mean, it was like, you're kidding. You're kidding. And I think we're oh, hitting on oh, here. Oh, this is huge. This is why I don't like the test craze. You know, I'm a high D. I'm an ENTJ. I'm an otter. You know, <laughs> the, this those different, you know, personality. I'm a phlegmatic. I'm a melancholy. You know, all this. The church is really loves this stuff. And uh-huh. these books tend to send, sell really well. And, and they can be helpful. They can be helpful in describing people. But, gang, here's the problem. What are you testing? You might be testing your sin. Yes. You might be testing your brokenness. You might be testing your woundedness. In other words, we, you know, we were talking about a guy that both of us experienced on a number of occasions, and he had taken one of these tests and, you know, realized that his thing was he was a challenger, mm-hmm. right, in the uh, Enneagram uh, particular model. And so he just took that as license for his brokenness and his sin to just kind of constantly challenge people, ideas, movements, programs, you know, just – Everything and anything. And again, what is it like to be with you? Mm-hmm. That's the test of your godliness. Mm-hmm. And what it was like to be with him was, you know, I wanted to scream. I wanted to throw a chair through a window. I just, stop it. Like, you've got to be kidding me. This might be a piece of your gifting. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, of course, prophets challenge. But my goodness, you've used that 
as an excuse. And that's what I was describing is we look at our personality as morally neutral. Right. We look at our personality as not having a motive behind it. Yes. And so somebody, you know, takes one of these tests or hears a description and people will just say to them, oh, you're just such an encourager. You know, mm-hmm. and so, you know, they, they just hide there and mm-hmm. they're, you know, superficially encouraging. They just always have an encouraging word where, in fact, love may require that they stop encouraging their spouse and start confronting their spouse. Mm-hmm. Right? You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, gang, it's, yeah, I mean, those tests are helpful, but, you know, the same thing with this model, moving away, moving against, moving toward, um, could be godly. Mm-hmm. But, um, Craig, how would you describe me? Who am I in these model, the three of these? Well, you're all three. But if I had to generalize, I think you're, you know, in your own words, you're a man who battles with being the Lone Ranger. And and I love it when you say, you know, your past, your history, so much of your story is uh, lead, follow, or get out of the way. And, And at times, I don't think follow is there. It's just. In fact, it's just get out of the way, (laughs) (laughs) which is capture so much of your giftedness, but kind of un... un Stop stop being gracious. Just Uh, say it. What am I? You're moving against. You're moving against. (laughs) I am. Plain and clear. I am. I am. I confess it. I confess it. It, And getting... Like, yes, part of this is how I'm wired. Yes. Part of this is genuinely how I'm wired. I am. I am a warrior. I'm an attacker. You know, I mean, if we're in the woods and I hear a, a creepy sound, I go towards it. I don't run yes. from it. I, you run to gunfire. I run to gunfire. And, yeah. and when the fire, wildfire was here in Colorado last summer and it was, you know, racing down the hillsides and they were telling us to evacuate, I was furious that they were making me evacuate. I'm like, what are you talking about? You need help. Put me in the line. Give me a shovel. You know, yes. like, so that can be. Used of God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit, that can be good. Yes. But it can also be terribly violating and controlling. And, you know, I can just plow through a meeting or plow through a relationship, just pushing and moving against. Yeah. It's not love. It's, yes. it's a relational style. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Feeling like I'm supposed to ask you now. <laughs> well, the thing is, we. <laughs> Gang, we're laughing. We're laughing because we 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 actually understand a number of these different models, and we've used them with each other over the years because it's just so helpful to go. Do you realize what you do? Are you aware of how you are? So, you know, Craig and I have talked about this for hours. We know very well who we are and yeah. what we do, and and we've got all three types on our staff here. But Craig, you well, got- well, hold on, hold on. I think the listeners who know me would put me as move towards people, the warmth mm-hmm. that. The kind of the sense of humor. Oh, the vulnerable guy. And the vulnerable guy. I I mean, clearly I'm moving towards people, which, again, (laughs) seems like the more sanctified uh, dysfunction. But But in fact, you're not. In fact, you're the move away guy. Checked out, detached. Yeah, well, hold on, Tiger. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) See, you feel that moving against? (laughs) Go on. Yeah, checked out, detached. It's true, folks. It's true. And what's funny here is I can come across as something that isn't 
true of my inner world. Oh, exactly. Like I can look like I'm moving toward when in fact I'm just moving through, you know? Yeah. And And you can look like you're moving toward when in fact you're moving away. Checked out. Um, Yeah, just checked out, just cruising and able to get away with it all these years um, by making it look like something other than that. I'm just curious, listeners, can you find yourself in the model um, moving away, just kind of checked out, uh, maybe friendly, maybe kind, mm-hmm. maybe even a leader, but in terms of um, no no real intimacy, no real close friendships, no real heart-to-heart living, just sort of detached in relationship. You may be great at conversation, but you checked out. Mm-hmm. Or moving toward, which I know sounds, well, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to move toward people. And yes, absolutely in love we are. But kind of the the broken side of that looks like just desperately needing the story to be about you. You know, you, you may ask people, hey, how are you doing? But what you're really hoping is that they'll ask you. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get through as quickly as you can to get through the 30 seconds of how they're doing so that they'll ask you and then you take 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the need for approval, the need for, to be loved, the need to be liked. It looks like relating where actually it's very clingy, very manipulative. Yes. Or moving against um, just the need to control, the need to for power, the need to to get your way. Get your way. Yeah, the need to get your way. And again, obviously, we got a lot of leaders in that category. But what is the relational impact of that? Do people feel loved by you? Do they even feel known by you? Again, that's just a crazy making thing about this worship of giftedness in the church. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I gave the example of, you know, raising the dead, healing the blind, miracles, or, or the example of just powerful teaching and and we just think wow that's the goal that's you know but ask people what it's like to live with them yeah ask people what it's like to be married to them yeah john so what's behind these relational styles if personality is amoral what kind of shapes and guides how do we not immoral Right. We think it's amoral. amoral. Yes. In, a, in other words, a morally neutral category, when in fact it's not. Motives are behind your personality. Yeah. Motives drive these things, right? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, self-protection. Why did you gravitate towards moving against and I moving away? I mean, what mm-hmm. goes into uh, the construction mm-hmm. of our personality? Oh, that's huge. That is such a profound question. Let's pick it up next time. What goes into the construction of these styles of relating? What goes into the construction of what we would call our personality, which feels, quote, God-given, feels like people Mm -hmm. just come into the world with a skin color, an eye color, and a personality type, Mm -hmm. when, in fact, it's actually fueled and deeply propelled by some pretty powerful motives. So more on that next time. Thanks for listening in to the Ransom Tart Podcast. I'm John Eldridge, and you've been listening to Craig McConnell as well.